this podcast has naughty words. If you don't like it, fuck ya. Foolish Works presents the Hypothetical Hour. Asterisk. Actually, I got a bit of fan mail. You got Would fan you like mail? to hear it? Yes, yeah, I got sure, fan mail. the fan mail. Because I'm the only one carrying the show, so... Um, <laughs> okay. You didn't get fan mail. I did get fan mail. You don't have access to the official email. He wrote it himself. <laughs> no, someone sent it to my email, though. And me. where would they get your email? Huh? huh? Is, it, is it your mother? No, it's not my mother. Is it your father? No, it's not my father. It's someone by the name of P. Harrison from Wollongong, New South Wales. Okay. And and they write and they write Dear Dear Ryan and the Foolish Works presents the hypothetical hour panel. I don't believe you. Ryan, you salty thing, what is your uh why why do you bring a cheese board to every show? What is your obsession and now with I Now this you. is a hundred percent fake. <laughs> this this didn't happen. Is it just didn't happen. There's nothing Ryan? before in history that didn't happen as much as this <laughs> didn't happen. Well we're making history, sirs. No, sir. Yes. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the que- the answer to the listener's question is no. No. <laughs> <laughs> An emphatic no. You, you know what? What we should what, actually what we should do, okay, is get a popularity list, and based on the views, and based based on sort of our com- um our counter views throughout the entire series, find out what we're more popular against. What? So Was that even a sentence? Was that even a coherent sentence? I, I'm trying to understand it, but it's not passing. No, it's, it's okay. not. What we, what we do is we get a list of, uh, we get a popularity list of things that people vote are popular. Okay. Are you trying, are you trying to list everything by popularity? All of creation by popularity. That's that's a big task. Well, well, well. Might take you a okay. while. Okay, basically, what I want to do is I want to say that this this show is more popular than X. We're bigger than Jesus. There's three of us, only one of him. We're bigger than Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll do a popularity list. <coughs> I reckon I could take Jesus. Because, because essentially, I want to get to the point where we say that we're more popular than Hitler. <laughs> um. Can you actually can you quantify all modern neo Nazis? Because he's still pretty popular amongst us, that demographic. I mean, you can quantify it. There is a number of neo Nazis. Yeah, so. but do we have the capability to get that number? I, it's, do we have the capability? I, I don't. I don't. No? If I was a neo Nazi, I don't think I'd self report that I was a neo Nazi, except to my neo Nazi groups, would I? I'm, I mean, there are several neo Nazi websites. There's so many there are some people things, but who are who are broadcasting it. Yes, least. but. Even if they show member lists, how can you be sure they're all, you know, unique members? I mean, could be you could go, if you want to go down that road, you could go so far as to say, how do you know any of them are real at all? I mean, they could just be one guy making up all of these neo-Nazi websites. Well, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? The, the entire internet's only one person. Welcome to Foolish Works Presents the Hypothetical Hour, the show where a group of ghosts and ghouls come together to raise the hellspawn from the fifth gate. On the panel today, he's too spoopy, it's Darian. Thriller! It's Jake. And Ryan. <laughs> Read out our favourite listener-submitted answer from the previous week. Ah, uh, here's, here's my favourite listener-submitted question slash answer, whatever, fuck you. Uh, here's my favorite listener submitted answer. 
If there's anyone out there listening, please please submit us a question. Uh, unfortunately, our only listener-submitted answer was from a mute, and it was submitted via audio. Really a poor choice on their part. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunate, really. But at least they can listen, so... Uh... I don't even know how they got the hotline. We did, of course, only put up the email. See, um, it's a funny thing. I, I don't remember giving anyone the Foolish Works hotline, but it's just it just happened. Yeah, yeah, can't be helped. The big, or- the big orange phone rung, and I picked it up, and nothing. Well, while you guys were uh, manning the hotline, I uh, I came up from R&D. The boys down there wanted to know um, if we're going to ever get around to games development. We agreed to many moons ago before we started doing this podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I, I still owe Jake that game he paid me $10 to make. Yeah. So, so anyway. Oh, God, anyway, anyway, you scammed me good. <laughs> I, I I started making it several times, and you never finished. You know, I'm going to demand you, that you yeah, give me uh, what I paid listen, for. Listen, listen. You fill out a proper game design document, and I will. Or give me the document to fill out, and I will. All right, I will. Is there actually a document? Yeah, to fill out? I, I've got a I've got a game design document template. Actually. Oh, cool. I, I, will, I will fill it out. It's great. And you'll uh, give me $10 worth of game. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I digress. We, we need to continue on. We need to decide the turn order. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, which oh. to, today we're going to decide the turn order in order of birth month in a reality in which the year proceeds in reverse starting from April. Okay, and... How does that work out? Well, well, I think that's me, mm. and then Darian, yep. and then Ryan. Oh, okay. Does that, does that sound right? Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Yep, yep okay. checks out. All right. Mm. We have quite a few on the list, but only three will be asked today. And of course, because this is our Halloween episode, they're all going to be Halloween themed, even though the theme was forced upon the questions, because the questions were written before the theme for this week's episode was given. Never. We're also Australian, so we don't really celebrate Halloween. I don't know why we're doing a Halloween episode. <coughs> it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, does it? Look, I spoke with the guys with marketing. They said we have to do a Halloween special. We'll get the American market. Yeah, but Steve doesn't know fuck all about marketing. He's just the guy who stands out back of your building. Fuck. Steve, I hate so I trust guy. I trust a guy whose marketing strategy involves a rat and a billboard. You've got a point there. He's got a rat? He's got a rat. Well, <laughs> I mean, if he's got a rat. Of course, of course. Anyway, uh, the first scenario... Yep, I am asking. Yeah, you are asking. But yes, I am asking. Yeah. The the first scenario is... Wait, what hold would on. Be... Sorry, you're asking, yes? I am asking. Okay, good. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Am I asking? Yes, yes. I, I do believe you're asking. I am asking, yeah. yes? Yes. Okay, okay, excellent. The scenario is, what would be your next big horror game? What would be your next big horror game, guys? Uh, I have to answer first, yes? Yes. My next big horror game, well, it'd probably start off a lot like uh, the Stanley Parable, except there's no narrator and it's just office work. That's it. Nine to five job. Oh, you mean the office supplies? No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Just uh, an office job. Nine to five. You go home to an unfulfilling life, and then at the end, the screen somehow turns into a mirror. That's it. Why? Why would I want to play a game which I already live in reality of? Exactly. That's the point. That's that's essentially a life simulator for. That's me. the true horror. That's stupid. You're that's stupid. You're stupid. That's, 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 that's more <laughs> profound than horror. Listen, I had thought of it about answers to the question before it became horror. Jesus. Come which on. Does, which, which just makes it even worse that it's a terrible, terrible answer. I didn't have any idea. 
ideas for horror. I don't like horror games, not because they're scary. I just don't like them. They're tired and boring. Well, look, all you need to do for a horror game is just shoehorn in a gimmick. Like some sort of butterfly effect, for example. Alright, so I do quick time events, but every time you're trying to put them in, boom, jump scares. (laughs) (laughs) And then you create the biggest YouTube sensation since Five Nights at Freddy's. Shit. Which is also a horror game. Stop recording this. I need to make this and sell it before somebody else does. (laughs) That's exactly how you grab the YouTube market. Jesus. It's a good thing nobody listens to this show. (laughs) It's a good thing we're a podcast, not a YouTube channel. <laughs> actually, Jeez. actually, on the subject of Five Nights at Freddy's, by the time this by the time this podcast uh, this episode of the podcast comes out, they, uh, Scott Crawford would have uh, rolled out the uh, Halloween update for Five Nights at Freddy's Four. I can't believe there's a fourth one already. It's ridiculous. How have they milked this so much? Well, then, well, he's milking it. He's milking it even more. He's doing an RPG called Freddy's World. <laughs> He's obviously doing something right. Yeah, clearly. Obviously. Yeah. Also, the games that he was making before were weird Christian-y things, so I mean... No, well, there's one with a At least he's making money out of something good. things. Yeah. All of his... He started out in game design making game like Christian games, and people wouldn't buy his games because he said- Because they're barely games. No, no, the reasons were was because they said the models were too creepy, and so he made a horror game with the models instead. <laughs> That's uh I'm not sure how true that is. I'm this is like hearsay from a guy from a guy, but Well if it is well, no, he was, uh, in an, in, he was in an that's interview pretty, and pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually um actually at the end of five uh, spoiler alert, um at the end of Five Nights at Freddy's Four there is an Easter egg. I always like creepy Easter eggs in games. They're always <laughs> enjoyable. See but this is what the live show is gonna be like. People people listening right actually not talking about the question. Which is the whole point of the hypothetical hour really is just to avoid the question altogether. <laughs> Listen, I've I've listened to plenty of podcasts where they answer questions and none of them talk about the question. It's this is the norm, okay? Yep, we're we're, we're right. running the rat race. Your face is the rat race. There's no rat Wait, race. Wait, I thought Steve had the rat race. No, he's, he's just got the, the rat. rat. I don't think he races it. No, he puts it on billboards or makes it carry billboards. I'm I'm not entirely sure. All right, Ryan, what what would be your next big horror game? Well, I don't think I'd like to answer that question, Jake. You fucking made it, you bastard! It's the first time that the question that you wrote is first, and you don't want to answer it. Just. Fucking answer the question. I'll answer the question. <laughs> no, you made me answer the question. I'm just sitting here laughing, laughing my head out due to your two reactions for it. Anyway, I, I would create a horror game called Fluffy Pink Unicorns. Basically, it'd be a uh, like a Flappy Bird game. So you're making Flappy Bird, but with unicorns. Well, how's that a horror game? Well, oh my god, another cheap shovelware title. Ah! <laughs> Well, well, you you get it to a cuteness overload where people get slightly creeped out by it, and and as you progress and as you progress through the game, the fun, the fun laughing rainbows become sad faces, and blood starts dripping out of the unicorn. Essentially, the game degrades as you keep on playing it. Well, so like it starts. Yeah, like, I think I've played a game like that before. Yeah, I mean, I a game that starts getting worse. There, there, there is a game like I that. I like that aesthetic, sure, but I don't think it's really scary. It's more just, it's more like art house. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what you do. You do what you just said. 
except occasionally when they try to go through whatever the equivalent of the pipes are. Jump scare. Well, no, no, a quick time event leading to a jump scare. Oh, yes, of <laughs> course. No, you're stealing my idea. Fuck you, no, I've got I'm, that I'm, copyrighted. I'm assimilating the idea. Trademark. It, well, that, that, I mean, that. It's, it's just the stock standard for horror games is, you know. Okay, that... Or I do One Morning at the Farmer's Market, which is a game where it starts off with you trying to find a car park, getting out of your car, and then trying to buy food. And you only got, you got a, um, a $50 budget. But see, the twist is, is that you won't be able to find car parking. So you spend half the hour trying to find a car park. And then you go into the farmer's market and all the food is $50 upwards. So the, the big, the big scare in the game is that you only have $50 and everything you want to buy is more than $50. Pretty much. Because it's a farmer's market. That is the horror story for middle class people everywhere. My god, inflation! The horror! Yeah, uh, what, what would be my next big horror game? I always thought the text adventure games, I think horror suits those very well. I disagree. I can What do you mean you disagree? Go on. Continue. It would be a text adventure game run on commands, but it would tell the story of a person who started playing a text adventure game and uh, got stuck in it. Very similar to Neverending Story and how the book starts to talk about you and what you're doing. I would write it in such a way that when you get to a point in the text adventure, the story, quote-unquote, knows what you're doing at the time in front of the computer. Well, that's just physically impossible. (laughs) And it's not physically impossible. If somebody can write a book like The Neverending Story like that, then surely somebody could write a text adventure, horror style, that could do the same. It's possible. It you just, could it use a just keylogger require some tweaking. Yeah. You'd use a keylogger. But um, I think there was an Easter egg in one of the Metal Gear series where uh, the psychic guy uh, reads off your memory card. Like, the game reads off your memory card. Yes. And no, yeah. He, he rattles off I, what you've played. I believe he does do that. Um, and I remember that was uh, Psycho Mantis and... And the way you had to beat him, he, he'd read your moves. He was paying attention to your controller inputs. You had to plug in a controller into the player two slot, and then you could beat him without him being able to predict you. See, the text adventure could go through all of your internet history. And that's seriously that there, That's the that's, horror game. That's not, There's the horror that's game. That's not a horror game. That's a privacy violation. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say that it was legal. <laughs> I just said it was a game idea. It doesn't sound like a game idea. It sounds like an extortion idea. It's not like it's going to upload the history to the servers that I would create for the game, maybe. And then send it to everyone on your contact list. Well, why would it? Why would I do that? I could just extort them. I mean, well, I would never Unless do that. Unless they paid you like $500. Yeah, you just give me, but they would be that would be them paying for the game. Obviously, obviously, it's it's a license for the game. It's it's just, a free download, but the game costs money. Yeah, it's like the old, it's like the old shareware. It's like the old shareware thing where you you get the you get the demo thing that you can share and play to your heart's content, but you have to pay for the full version. And in this case, the full version doesn't send your internet history to everyone yeah, on your contacts yeah. list. Exactly. All right. Next, next scenario. Yeah, next scenario. 
A skeletal horse has burst into your room. Skeletal. No, I looked it up. It's skeletal. Skeletal. It's skeletal, you fucker. I don't swear so much in this podcast. I don't swear that much normally. Cunt. Fuck you. A skeletal horse has burst into your room. You must... Skeletal. No! A skeletal horse has burst into your room. You must attempt to calm him using only objects within arm's reach. How do you do it? Right. Ryan. This, this is a ridiculous um, question. Why do we even put this on the thing? It made more sense when it was a regular horse. I'd say I'd get some drumsticks, really, and threaten the horse with a sick Jamaican beat. You're going to calm the horse by threatening the horse? Yeah. You have drumsticks at your desk? You have drumsticks within arm's reach? Yes. Are they chicken drumsticks? Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Those secret, those secret herbs and spices, I can't get away from them, man. Well, you know that the drum, they're only drumsticks before you've eaten them, right? Afterwards, they're just bones. Well, you can use the bones to hit a drum. Yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd threaten the horse with a uh, sick Jamaican beat. But how, how would that calm, how would that calm a skeletal horse? Hey, haven't you heard sick Jamaican beats yet, Jake? Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta Bob, agree with Ryan Bob, here. Bob Marley, Jake. Uh, he's the king, he's sweet, the king of calm. Sweet Jamaican rhythm, yeah. That's easy. That's easy going. Okay, okay. Mm. Although Bob Marley was reggae, not... Listen, it it doesn't matter. We don't care. We're not going... If we're going for accuracy, we would have uh, not done this podcast. That's true. (laughs) I I read this question a week ago, and I was going to put something on my desk that would help me cheat, and then I forgot... What were you going to do? Put a bunch of hay on your chest. Uh, On your chest. On my my chest. (laughs) (laughs) Behold my hay chest. (laughs) I've just turned myself into a scarecrow. That would calm it down. No, just, 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 oh no, the horse is would you, uh, perhaps, me. Perhaps a lovely apple on your desk. Yes. An apple? No, no, don't you mean a, a Granny Smith onion? Ah, yes, a Granny Smith onion. The finest of the onions. Okay. Look, guys, guys, I've, I've, got, I've got a bit more of a sensible answer to this. You gave a really good answer. Yeah, well, I've got an even better one now, Jake. And, and right, we can okay. probably put it in post. Give us give us a second answer, like you snuck in a second answer to the terrible superpower question last, last week. I'm always slipping in additional answers because it's a hypothetical hour. I'm bouncing off ideas here. I'm putting things to the table, Jake. I'm a team player. Okay, horses go mad for sugar cubes, yes? Yes. Yes? So we give the skeletal horse a milk cube. For the calcium? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Question. Are milk cubes a thing, and do you have any within arm's reach? That's a very poignant question. I'm sitting here looking at my fridge right now, and I have an ice cube tray up there, and it has milk milk cubes in it. All right, saved by Ryan's insanity. <laughs> Yes. Well, the milk keeps on going off. I freeze the milk and then defrost it when I want coffee. I can't tell if that's brilliant or really stupid. It is brilliantly stupid, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. It's both. It, it can Why be Why don't both. you just get long-life milk? Because that's damn too expensive. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's the same price. It's cheaper even in it's some like places. It's not real milk. A liter. Yeah, see, I, I bought that when I was living alone. I didn't drink much milk. Hate milk by itself. I like milk with other things. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And you're the weirdo for drinking raw tit juice from some strange four-legged creature. It's not raw. It's pasteurized and homogenized. Yes, fine. Thank you very much. All right. You can't it's drink not, it's raw, not raw milk. Otherwise That's not it true. You, you can drink raw milk. It'll just make you sick. <laughs> I drink milk from the gland of a bean. I think I have thought of my idea, my plan, plan. my my answer, if you were. I won't. I have a red, a black and a red texture, and I have paper. I will write the horse a lullaby 
in horse. In in written horse. Yes, yes. I will write. I write it in. What horse. is what is written horse? Written horse is you write horseshoes in in a grid pattern. So it's kind of like braille. Where the position of the horseshoes denotes what letter of the horse alphabet that it is, and the horses use different use a different alphabet as well. They have thirty eight letters, whereas we only have twenty six. But they also have fewer vowels. Okay. And I would write it a lullaby. All right then. But um, but I thought written horse was actually Morse. Similar in the way that Spanish is still different from Portuguese, even though they're kind of the same. They share a root language. Yes. They share a root language. It's but a they're regional not, variant. They're not the same language. I see. Well, again, it's like, variant. it's not really a regional variant because it's, hey, hey, it's Jake, different throughout different... Jake, have you ever met anyone from Western Australia? I think you mean worst Australia. Mm. Can't even understand them. They're supposed to be speaking English. <laughs> I've been to Western Australia a few times, or furthest Australia, also known as boringest Australia. It's actually quite pretty. Being on the coast especially, it's quite fun. But being in Perth itself is kind of... I don't know. There's not much to do. Yeah, it's because everyone's too busy getting trying to get rich off the mining boom. Fremantle's fun. Rottnest Island is fun. What about the that, that one with the quokkas? That's Rottnest Island. I like quokkas. They're, they're fun to take photos of. But look, I lost all respect for Western Australia when someone tried to sell me a potato cake. What the fuck is a potato cake? I know what a potato... What's I know what, what? It's I know a, what a potato, potato scallop, apparently. Yeah. No, no, okay, okay. Someone's not telling me something. What is a potato cake? It's a, it's a, it's a potato scallop, Jake. It's a potato scallop. Oh, a scallop? Yeah, it's a fucking But it's scallop, not a cake they cake. Call it a, they call it a potato cake? Hold on. Potato scallop. There's a whole fucking... Fuck you, potato cake bullshit fucking Wikipedia. <laughs> I think it's funny that you're getting so worked up about something so trivial. Here, alright, here it is. In New South Wales, they usually refer to as scallops or potato scallops. However, in southern states of Victoria, Tasmania, Western Australia, call them potato cakes. South Australia calls them a potato fritter, and Queensland calls them a potato scallop and a potato fritter. They're all wrong. They're all wrong. They're fucking scallops. It's a scallop. It's a potato, it's a potato scallop. scallop. Fucking fuck I don't understand. Fuck the rest of the country. Understand. They're fucking insane. <laughs> Darian? Yes? A skeletal horse has burst into your room. What do... Well, the main problem with my plan is that it requires probably about half an hour of warm-up. Unless I was already using it. Alright, I'm going to stop you there for a second because I'm going to do what Ryan did to me yes. during my question. Because I just realised I, I just realized there's a ukulele within reach. <laughs> you'd, you'd play it a, a warm island song. Yes. But, but Jake, wouldn't you be already incorporating the ukulele in your plan because you'd be doing a lullaby? Well, no, I'd be writing a lullaby like a poem. Yeah, but then you'd be executing it using your ukulele. With the ukulele, then I, I guess I could bring that further. I think the ukulele would probably be more effective. <laughs> yeah, I think the ukulele would be much more effective. I, I have a lot more versatility with the ukulele as far as skeletal horses yeah, are concerned. Yeah, and, and if, the, if the lullaby fails, you can just hit it with the ukulele. I, <laughs> I would actually use the vibrations of the strings on the ukulele to... Ah, uh, yes, of course, to create some sort of garrote to strangle the skeletal horse. No, no, no. No, no, no. The vibrations from the strings would vibrate.
vibrate in the bones of the skeletal horse, and thus the skeleton of the horse would fall apart. I'm pretty sure you can't produce that kind of frequency with the ukulele. I'm pretty sure I could with the right equipment, because I also have the microphone, the computer, and a bit of know-how. So the skeletal horse, which is of course enraged, is just going to stand around while you fiddle with audacity. Yes. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, alright, can we get back to my answer then? No. Allow me to say this, allow me to say this, Jake, before we continue on. Let's never be in the same room together with the horse. skeletal horse. Skeletal! Fuck you, Jake, I hate you, you're the worst. (laughs) I got you to say it, I got you to say skeletal. Darian, don't you know it's skeletal? This is like when I convince people that albeit is pronounced albay. Darian, answer the question. Now, unless I'm already using it, my plan requires about half an hour of warm-up, because I do, of course, propose to calm it down by hypnotizing it with the smooth motions of my lava lamp. The smooth alien movements of the wax in the water. It would be hypnotized. It'd just, just be enraptured by this, this strange contraption glowing with red and gold and missing its cap at the top because I lost it and I don't know where it could have possibly gone. Doesn't make sense. How did it disappear? I just put it down next to it and now it's gone. <laughs> Maybe the skeletal horse can find it. So you'd send it on a quest to find the, th- no, the no, other no. part of the no thing quests. in this I just calm it down and then I'd enlist its help in searching my room. The question is asking how you would attempt to calm it down, Darian. That's a cop-out if you just say you calm it down to do something for you. It's not a cop-out. I've answered the question. I'd calm it down with the love a lamp. But then, after it's calm, I'd also ask it to help me look for the missing top. Okay, I'll give that to you. I, I'll pay money for but I don't know. I don't know how more or less calming a lava lamp is without the top cap on, because without the top cap on, it's just a bottle with, with stuff in. It's not a lava lamp. It, it is a lava lamp. It's just a lava lamp with a visible bottle cap. <laughs> well, a lava lamp with a Listen, visible Listen, I don't think horses, especially skeletal horses, have a concept of a bottle, so I don't think it matters. Well, how do you know they don't have a concept of Sidarian, a bottle? Sidarian, because what are you proposing? Horses, that's why. Uh, hold on, Darian. Yes, yes, Ryan. Ryan, what is your pertinent, timely, important question? Well, well, the thing that's plaguing my mind, Darian, is that with your choice of weaponry for this, you just want to propose to the horse that you just want someone to lava. <sighs> I can play that on ukulele, actually. No, don't you dare. Well, I I wouldn't anyway. It would be a copyright. copyright well, so. I'm sure it'd fall under fair use. It's only fair use if we're parodying it. All right. Or if we're critiquing well, it. we can critique it. <laughs> I think it's a pretty shit song. I think it's a very nice song. I think song. it was nice at, at first, but it got too repetitive and I got sick of it, even though it was really sweet. I cried at the well, end of it. Well, that's because you're a bullshit man baby. I'm not, I'm not a man you're baby. A man Excuse baby. Excuse me. Wah. Wah. I just happen to be very emotional. <laughs> not a man baby. You're a man baby. Man be the... The sequel to Bambi. I'm a maybe. No, nope. I, I don't know why we keep trying to make words. We're yeah, we're the worst at making words. Yeah, you. you know what? You know what? We need a Mambi T-shirt. A Mambi T-shirt that goes with our Sue Sharkney and yep. Zucker yep. Zombie. Pic- picture of Bambi. Picture of Bambi with sideburns and a beard. It'd be, it'd be more for the hipster market. I'm pretty sure Ryan still has no concept of what hipster actually is, according to the way he uses the word. Yeah, he just uses it as a as a filler. Yeah, for any for describing any group of people. <laughs> Oh look at the look at those hipsters! They're wearing those little round caps and they're worshiping God. No, look, 
Look at those look at those hipsters over there in their cars with their flashing lights and their handcuffs. <laughs> look at these hipsters doing this podcast. Look at those hipsters dressed in costumes performing Mamma Mia. <laughs> Fucking hipsters. <laughs> We need to make sure of that. Me, me at the desk of a mic going fucking hipsters. <laughs> we would sell 20,000 of those shirts. Would you buy 20,000 of them? I'm, I'm just wondering of the numbers here. Yeah, you've got to work out how many people would be interested in buying the shirts and we would have to buy the bulk item and then sell them at a profit. Well, we can combine it with, we can, we can combine it with the, Sh- the Sue Sharkney and the Mambi shirts. Well, the su- there we go. We've got half Would a you floor. like to ride a Sushakni will be our first shirt. So we have to make that first. And then after that... We'll, we'll commission someone for it. Hey, anyone out there, if you want to draw a Sushakni... Yeah, a su- so they'll, 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 just, they'll, they'll um, just draw it for us, and then we'll put it on a shirt and reap all the profits from it. That sounds a great, that's a great idea. And anyone stupid enough to fall for that, please contact us at hypothetical hour... <laughs> Is there a the in front of it? It's not it's not infringing copyright if we say it isn't. Really. Uh Ryan, I believe you're you're asking this one. Uh, Ryan asked the question. An alien invasion is coming to Earth and will wipe out life as we know it. What are your immediate priorities? My immediate priority is to delete my internet history. Because there's going to be electricity as they destroy life as we know it. Well, I've got to delete my internet history. It's like the first thing I do it, in any situation. It's symbolic, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's less for anyone else's benefit and more for my spiritual benefit. Okay. I don't know. My, my immediate priority, if I know that all life as we know it will die out, then my priority would be probably to have lots of sex. Not enough time for that. I just look up the porn. It depends, like, how soon is it before the aliens invade? Is it, do I have a year or do I have a week? Let's say eight and a half hours. Eight and a half hours. Uh, I'd probably drive Crystal somewhere, because I would want to drive at least once in my life on a real road. So you'd drive and crash and die? <laughs> no, not drive and crash and die. I'd probably drive, drive to the beach. I'd probably take Crystal to the beach and have a couple of hours at the beach and have fun with Crystal. So that's the way you want to die, is it? With so, sand so, so, all up in your bits. <laughs> Well, it's not like I'm going to have to clean it out after. That's fair. But really, as they, but really, guys, as they say, life is a beach. <sighs> I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate. I'm you. rolling with the puns tonight. You're rolling with my punches in your face. Is what you're rolling with. Yeah. What you uh, will be rolling. Punches. You, you, you have to drive all the way here, Jake. I mean, to be fair. And we'll wipe out life as we know it. So I could twist this question as to the deeper meaning of that could be something like civilization as we yes. know it and, you know, the, the current system. The way we, we live. So they could just disrupt. Yeah. So if they just disrupt the way we live, then I will actually have to clean out my bits. Yeah. So that, that raises a lot of interesting dilemmas. I think I'll go back to my original answer, which is delete my internet history. <laughs> So the aliens won't judge you. <laughs> so the aliens won't judge me. I mean, if it is aliens that are coming to change life on this earth and to end it as we know it, I'll only be like a menial slave. I'll probably won't even be that. They'll probably put me down uh, eventually because I'm a cripple. Fucking cripples. Hate them. To some degree, I wouldn't want them to find my internet history whether I was alive or dead. But hold on. Uh, but but if, if you were still alive and they saw your search history, wouldn't that be your first line of defense? 
Because I go into your search history and go, wow, do really do do humans really look at this kind of stuff? And then and then they look at it and they're so disgusted that they just kill us. Yeah, all. and they get so repulsed and depressed by it, they go like, well, we're not going to be wasting our times taking over the human race. Let's go home and, and conquer conquer. I Venus doubt or my like internet that. history would actually be kinky enough to drive them away. But they wouldn't. No, they, they wouldn't get driven away. They'd just set our atmosphere alight and leave. That's even worse. Thanks a lot, Jake. Well, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even. Look, that, that's even more reason for me to delete my internet history yeah. first, and then I'll go to the beach with my yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but they wouldn't want to waste the time and energy on burning well, the what atmosphere. Time, what energy? It's easy. Just a little spark, and the whole thing goes up. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but they're going to a place where light isn't really hauling as much ass. They need all the fuel they can get. <laughs> I mean, also, like, wh- what are these? A- where do these aliens come from? What kind of life are they? I mean, can we just kill them with germs? Are they actually going to wipe out life as we know? I- I'm pretty sure if they're capable of reaching our planet, their technology is far, far superior to anything we can possibly imagine. So yeah, they'll just set our planet alight. They're probably mice. <laughs> Fucking mice. I was actually thinking I, maybe I should get a mouse or a rat, but then I remember I have a cat and he wouldn't like that. Actually, he would like it, but not for the reasons that I would hope. Well, why don't, why don't, you, why don't, why don't you speak with um? Why don't you speak with marketing and and they'll get you. <laughs> get you right. Yes, I, I'm answering next. Um, well, I'd probably join in on the looting for one. Oh yes, yes. You got you got to get in early on the looting. Lots of looting, lots of looting. Then after the looting, uh, probably just porn. Just porn for eight and a half hours. A lot of porn. Rub yourself raw. Yeah. No, well, no, I'd loot some lube, of course. What? I mean, what's the point of, like, when I first read this question, I did think about the looting at first, but then I thought, what's the point if you're going to be dead or enslaved or, well, you, you know, or any of that sort of stuff? You're making it an either or. It could just be that they're going to come and give us a whole bunch of technology and civilization is going to advance at a crazy rate and we're not going to be able to recognize ourselves in a couple of decades. But, either way, looting and porn. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, it's elegant in its simplicity, in a way. Yeah. Ryan? Well, um, you know what? I, to hell with it. I'll, I'll just don my bondage gear and ride the wastelands. <laughs> yes. I'm imagining Ryan in arseless chaps. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you would do that too, wouldn't you? You would have a police cap and a moustache. <laughs> Oh, darling, I bring justice to these chaps. What would you ride? Everything. That's Ev- the point. Just everything? At some point, I'd just do a Mad Max and just, like, have a giant a giant movable stage. I mean, I guess that's how the aliens have wiped out life as we know it, is they've changed it to a such a point where Ryan can be an international superstar wearing arseless chaps and a moustache. <laughs> oh, they just come here and pervert our pop culture. That's what they do. Maybe they're already here. My God, that explains Lady yep. Gaga. This is the beginning. Yes, yeah, so don don bondage gear and wa- ride the wastelands. Okay. Possibly with a big ass laser. Where are you going to get a laser? This is my question. Right, right, of course, from the aliens. From the aliens. D- Darian, Darian, I'm building off your answer here. I would have looted it. <laughs> we don't have lasers. We, well, yes, we do we have lasers. We don't have lasers. Yeah, but not, la- not weaponized well, lasers. No, well, 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 according to you guys, I'm wearing nothing but arseless. No, That's all and I just have to a, do is walk up to the aliens and, and, the they'll, and, they'll, and they'll get scared and they'll hand it over to yep. me. Just, just get that thing like out of I our said, face. From the aliens. And now it's time for terrible superpowers. Each-
each episode, we describe a terrible superpower and try to come up with ways to make it useful. This week, you can call grasshoppers to you. You can't tell them what to do, besides swarming all over your disgusting, fleshy body. But you can call them to you. Oh, this is turn order, so I'm first. Well, what I would do is I would call all of the grasshoppers to me, and I mean all of them, every single one in the world, and I would then release the hormone that... Is it hormones that turn them into locusts? I don't fucking know, locusts. It's something... I gotta look it up. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure locusts are specifically a specific species of grasshopper that they swarm. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure that a locust is a grasshopper like no, is it's, equal it's a, to and it's just in a different no, it's, state it's, a, it's the swarming phase of certain species of shorthorned grasshoppers so it is a kind of grasshopper but it's the the swarming phase of those grasshoppers so yes. how do they how do they go into the swarming phase uh let's see do do do, do, do. no idea i would release the hormone you just fucking wait for them to turn into locusts all right. That puts the grasshoppers <laughs> into their locust form, and then I would walk through all of the farms of the people that I didn't like. <laughs> you know a lot of farmers you hate, <laughs> do you? Well, I know a lot of companies that I dislike, and I'm definitely sure that a lot of them would have crops, <sighs> such as tobacco companies. Oh, yes, yes, sure. Just, just ruin uh, that's the just, tobacco That's just crops. an example. I would just ruin their entire stock. You know, I would have to deal with the legal ramifications later, but then I could just say... Who is going to arrest a man covered in grasshoppers. I... <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I guess they, they could still sue me civilly, though. How would they know? All you do is whenever someone's around, you just run screaming, Oh my god, I'm covered in grasshoppers! Ah! Yeah, that's plausible deniability. I think exactly. they would still get me for trespassing, though. You're covered in grasshoppers. They'd never notice it was you. they just know somebody covered in grasshoppers. Anyway, I would walk through the farms of the peepanies of the companies that I don't like and ruin their stock so they can't make profits from them anymore that's what i would do that uh, i guess that's making it useful is that making it useful i guess yeah personal revenge it's not really revenge i mean it's not like the tobacco companies did anything to me personally they're an easy target yeah yeah you know they kill millions of people a year billions of people a year as far as i'm aware i i'm pretty sure they don't kill billions a year <laughs> there's not that many listen, billions listen i've said it before and i will say it again I will, without a shadow of a doubt, exaggerate the fuck out of anything I want on my podcast. So, so essentially, you're going, okay. you're going, you're going for. Okay. So essentially, you're going for the supervillain vibe here, the supervillain angle, uh, an anti-hero, if you will. It's more like I an anti-hero, yes. Yeah, yeah, anti-hero. I wouldn't call it supervillainy at all. I'm helping people. You're helping, parentheses. Well, I'm ruining, helping. like, the financial lives of, you know, thousands of people. But I'm saving millions, billions of people. <laughs> yes, all of which will turn to things like alcohol and domestic violence. Yeah. Much cheaper. <laughs> cheaper, healthier, more traditional forms of self-abuse. Anyway. My answer. My answer. Yes, I'd go for pretty much very similar thing. I'd go for a sort of Pied Piper-esque service where I offer to call away all the grasshoppers and all locusts or whatever that are destroying farms. Of course, I'm the one who put them there in the first place, but let's not get into that. I'd also use it to cover myself in grasshoppers, walk into my neighbor's house, stop calling the grasshoppers to me, and they all drop off my body eventually, and then I just leave. What What do you have against your neighbor? <laughs> Nothing! 
I just think it's hilarious. Well, first you're making his mail smell like cheese. Now you're filling his entire house with grasshoppers. Yeah, I, I think great? there's a recurring theme developing here. Gosh, particularly Dine's particularly when I'm going to say my response to this, um, I have a, I have a feeling we're going to be having a recurring theme. Can I just say your neighbor's house? The value of your neighbor's house is going to decline. Because of this podcast, you realise this, right? That's the only way I'm ever going to be able to afford a house, isn't it? (laughs) Actually, that's even better than mine, because you actually get something out of it at the end. (laughs) Whereas I just get the satisfaction of knowing I've destroyed something big and harmful to the world. You just, you get a house, which is even more ambitious. (laughs) Yep. I could also build a house out of grasshoppers, though I don't know how well it would stand up. God! (laughs) This sounds just like Animal Crossing, just scaring your neighbours away. Yep, well, I'm, I'm going to keep on the theme of recurring themes for this segment of the show, and uh, I'm, I'm going to start up my own uh, deep-fried grasshopper cart. Street food, in that? Like, uh, okay. It's a delicacy. Uh, yep. It's actually really and that's just cool running off, And that's running off last week of reminding French people of their love of cheese. Yeah. Well, also, grasshoppers yeah. are edible, yeah. and they're, yeah. they're a high form of protein. You could, just, you could very easily start breeding grasshoppers just by, you know, you wouldn't have to go out and collect. It wouldn't be difficult for you to go out and collect grasshoppers because you can call them to I, you. I can be altruistic. I can, um, I can stop world hunger. That's still not as ambitious as Starian's idea, which is buying a house. Jane Jake, Jake, feeding the world is ambitious. Ryan, get the the joke just flew right over your head, didn't it? it? Did. I can't wait till we get to the bottom of that terrible superpowers list. <laughs> yeah. That one's a fucking that's a hard one, but I'll I'll leave that as a teaser. <laughs> yep, for yep. you at home. Um, all right. If you have anything else to say, say it now. The safe word is tangerine. Flamingos are better when they're purple. Do they come in purple? Thank you for joining us here on Foolish Works Presents the Hypothetical Hour. If you have any hypotheticals you would like us to discuss, or if you want to answer one of the questions mentioned in today's Scarisode, you can email us here at hypotheticalhour at foolishworks.com. And if you want to continue listening to three guys discussing nothing of any particular consequence, head on over to foolishworks.com and subscribe. And iTunes! Oh no, I'm being chased by a cotton top tamarind monkey. Do they come in purple?